And then he's like, all right, let's do all these other things. And then he called us up for like three other videos or whatever. And then at a point, I, like I cut it off. I'm like, dude, I'm, I can't get hurt anymore. And then like- You pepper sprayed yourself. Attention, no Fox given viewers. We ended up filming this podcast in the beginning of January, right when we started filming all the podcasts. We had a few minor difficulties with the audio and video on this podcast. I didn't want to scrap it because it's such an amazing episode. So I'm very sorry in advance for the slight audio problems, but enjoy the Funk Bros podcast. Welcome back to episode three of the only podcast that matters, no Fox given, <laughs> episode four officially. Again, I don't really know how we're going to be organizing these episodes, but we have a very special guest, the Funk Bros. It's two brothers, Corey and Capron Funk, both professional scooter riders. Mm -hmm. They have way too many YouTube channels. Capron has a baby on the way with a famous family. Corey's living every day like it's his last, and they're both completely sober. Welcome to the podcast, Funk Bros. <laughs> Thank you very Hi, much. Hi, thanks for having us. You like that intro? That yeah, that was really good. That was good. I wrote it myself. Completely wow. sober. I like Completely that. sober. That was, a, that was a good little You guys are talk. lunatics with no, you don't do no drugs. You don't uh -huh. do anything. It's no awesome. Drinking, no Ma drugs. Majority of our friends don't even do it either. How are you guys? Like, Great. how are the Funk Bros? Doing good. You know, li life's going. Life's going really, 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 really good. I'm flattered to be here. Seriously, I'm this podcast is going to take over. I can just tell instantly just by your drive and how much you've succeeded in your life. Everything you've touched has Dude, turned to gold. Thank you so much. So how, how is like holidays are coming up? You guys been busy? Yeah. I, but this is like the first year I've ever tried to like deliver good gifts. Like I actually planned it and ordered all the right things. And I actually like took the time out of the day to like give people things that mattered. Aww. Instead of doing it like last second. Dude, you're officially turning into a dad. I'm literally dad prawn. Dad prawn. All right, so let's lay down the basics for the people listening. Where are you guys from? How old are you? Uh, we're from Canyon Lake, California. That's like, uh, it's Southern California, like near Riverside. Um, and how old are you? Oh, I'm, uh, I'm 24 and Capron's 27. 27. 27. Yeah. I have a baby on the way. I'm married. Oh, we're going to get to that. Don't worry. Oh, yeah. Corey's uh, dating our assistant, which I'm still upset about. <laughs> Anna. Is that real, though? You actually upset about that? It's like... No, not no. a video thing. No, it's just a video thing. That's that's one thing I wanted to talk about. We haven't got there yet. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, this is funny. Every guest we interview, I have all the questions written out. They start saying the stuff I wanted to talk about right when we start the podcast. But but don't worry, we're gonna get there. What are some of your guys' like hobbies right now? What are you doing off camera? Do you do anything off camera? Because like I said, you have like ten YouTube channels. You film behind the scenes. You film for a personal channel. You film for the main channel. What do you do for fun outside of videos? Well, uh, actually, we have a reality TV show called The Mob, and that's like what our group's called. So. It's kind of hard to explain like what is off camera because there's, there's so many cameras rolling at all times. I mean, right now I've been playing like Smash Bros with my homie, my, who's my assistant. Uh, we've been grinding out different YouTube channels, gaming, live streaming. Corey works on his cars. It's kind of just anything you can do to get your mind off filming. It's pretty much just like uh, I, the 888 rule. It's like what Australians live by. Eight hours of work, eight hours of play, eight hours of sleep. That's your thing? That's the thing I've been trying to live by. Okay. Okay. What about you, Corey? Well, I haven't heard that before. That what are some of your cool. hobbies? Do you have eight any? Eight. Um, I just my I just want I want my hobbies to be my YouTube, my 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 personal YouTube channel. I want my YouTube channel to be exactly what it's supposed to be. Is when you tune onto it, you're watching someone live their best life, and that's my goal for mine. I love that. So I, personal like, channel? when I'm when I'm off. I just hand the camera to my to my cameraman, and I try to make things go as stressless as possible, mm -hmm. so they're not stressful at all. And I just go off and just do the things that I want to do that would make me happy, and I'd be like really stoked to do. And as a viewer, like I want them to be excited for what's happening next, and I want I like I want like I want to just be doing those crazy things that like you know you don't ever really get to do. I totally get it, man. but on totally my off time, I just I crash. I just crash on the couch. That's kind of what I do for fun, honestly. Like. Our job is to have fun. So I feel like when I have time off, fun to me now, which is kind of sad, is like sitting doing nothing on the couch. I was just talking about this with everybody. I talk about that all the time. Our job is having fun. I was talking with Drew. Drew was saying the same thing. It's like everything that is fun is now work. And it's, which it, is such a weird it's concept. Like twisted. It's it, twisting your mind because it's yeah. not like, oh my God, I have time off. I want to go to the beach. Yeah, right. It's like our time on is let's go to the beach and mess with people. And, and then you film. just kind of learn to not enjoy it anymore. You know what I mean? It's like a yeah. Lamborghini problem. That is exactly. I, I compare that to people all the time. It's exactly. It's like accomplishing your goals. People don't think getting the Lamborghini, you now have to worry about oil changes that cost 10 times as much as a normal car. You have to park it in the back of parking lots so nobody 
messes Scratch with the paint. Yeah. You have to worry about people hating on you. It's a whole it's a whole different can of worms. Uh, I want to kind of talk about how long I've known you guys. I, I think this is a really exciting podcast. We had Gage on last, and he's one of my buddies. I've known him for a couple months. But like you guys, I don't think people know uh, if you're not like a fan of scootering. You wouldn't know that we've known each other for so long. I was a huge fan of both of you guys. Like you were an idol to me growing up in scootering. Did you know that? Yeah, no, I knew that. That's that's crazy to me even thinking about that. And, like when kids come to me at the skate park, like, do you know Tanner Fox? I'm like, Tan- yeah, yeah. Like me and Tanner go way yeah, back. Like, like I used to crazy. film you guys and upload yeah. secret videos. Did you know that on my channel? I have right now. There's a video. Of, it's called Corey Funk and Friends at the skate park. And it, it was me and Maverick with a little camcorder <laughs> recording you from a distance. <laughs> and we uploaded it because we used your name for clickbait because you were so a pro funny. scooter rider and we were like little kids and we were like holy shit Corey Funk's here and I remember you started filming with one of our friends Aaron double uh, A video and then I was like oh my god I gotta be close to Cape and Funk like <laughs> this is crazy and now ten years later like we're still friends we're both doing YouTube it's just I just don't think people know that and you're the reason we got into YouTube you know that right yeah yeah so you're, we've talked about that too. it I, goes full circle that is is this kind of like thank you is this to start off you yeah. think about it if we never got into YouTube. I don't know where it'd be. We would be, I don't know. I was talking I really about don't that the know. other day. I was literally like, I like, feel very lucky. Uh, and thank you to Tanner because you literally said, "Hey, why don't you do?" But then, it? like, thank you to you for inspiring me to scooter ride and be like into that. And then also, when I turned like thirteen, we started riding for the same scooter company. So like, we have a lot kind yeah. of involved in each other's lives, I guess, if you will. We started riding for the same company. I remember twenty fourteen, we did a tour. To Arizona, which I one just, of our famous tours. We got to Arizona trip, dude. That was, a, that was a pretty crazy trip. Me and Capron, I was 14, so I was like an oh absolute little shithead. I, I just had too much energy. And I was a shithead as well. And you were 21, I was maybe. 20, I think I was 20, something like that. Somewhere around there. On the trip, you and I got in a very bad argument, we I remember. We were heads a lot, like screaming. What you happened know? with that? How'd you see it? You were the older guy. I was the annoying kid. You were probably pissed I was even in your car. I don't even remember. I just... It, it wasn't important. I just remember being like upset that that you were just kind of like you wanted your way, and I just didn't want you to have that way because I think it was wrong. I don't remember exactly what it is. I really don't either. But we were stuck in a car for like six hours, so I'm like, let's not do this. And at remember, one point, I got out of the car and started like walking away from it. I'm like, yeah. I'm not doing this anymore. I'm like, I'm like, I'm your dad. Yeah. And then remember when we got back to the hotel? Do you ever remember? The what person, he did? What he did? I totally remember. You tell, tell us that from your perspective because that was a brother fight. Corey, do you remember that? Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> we, we get into the hotel. I'm pretty sure we all got pizza or some sort of food. We have all the, all the scooter riders are stuck into this hotel, and Corey and I are, like, bickering about something, and he gets so pissed off. Was it kick or punch? Uh, you had to have punched the I door, bro. Punched Corey it. punched a hole in the wall. Of a hotel. Of no, a hotel. The door. The door. I he, remember paying for it. Into the door. And everyone just kind of froze. It's like when someone like uh, when someone like drops a glass in a bar and like the music stops. Everyone looks like that was the exact vibe that happened in there with all of our close friends, all the scooter riders. It got heated fast. I think you because you Cor- trapped me in, and I just like was, like Exploded. pissed about it. And then so we had to go. Broke it. Uh, our manager at the time of the scooter team had to go tell the hotel and pay Corey. for it. Corey, no, yeah. I paid for it. Oh, you ended up paying? Yeah, for it? yeah. I was like, yeah, I have a good door. And they're like, yeah, it's one hundred seventy. It's like. BS, like, dude, I, a door like that is like 90 bucks. Dude. Stupid. So another thing, after the after the scooter tour, we kind of start growing up. I become pro scooter rider now. Yeah. And then you guys become the scooter riders that I just could never beat in scooter contests. Mm. You were, st- I mean, you were still those elite pros, like, from a young age. And then I grew up, finally start competing against you guys. Could never compare. Nationals, 2016. One of my biggest scooter flexes when people ask me, oh, I used to be a scooter rider, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah I was third in the U.S. That's my famous line. I love, like, because you know what I mean? To, like, a normal person, it's like, that. that sounds pretty fucking cool. That is lit. I'm third in the U.S. scooter rider, 2016. I don't yeah. do it anymore, but That's I was. So you cool. got second, bro. I did? You beat me. I don't remember. And you then got who got second. first? Corey got first? No, he didn't even. I, I got I, beat I got you. first, like, the year after. Was it Coda who got, got first? <sighs> I can't even remember that year who got first, to be honest. Was it Australian? Is that when all the Aussies came it was Chino Com. There was some random kid from, like, Wisconsin got second place because he 180'd off, like, a nine-foot quarter pipe. Oh, wait, that's when I backflipped from Brian, the Chino yeah, cap. Yep. Yeah. I got you beat first. me. You got second. No, no, you did get first. Yeah, yeah Capron won. I got first. Capron won. Oh, then that weird kid got second. And then Corey jumped the fence of yeah. the Chino. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just, like, could But there was, like, there was, like, years before I got first, like, 2014 or something like that. 
But this this competition was like 2017. You're yeah, you guys about. have always been like world rankings. Like, what's the big? What's the best you've done in scooter contests? You first guys have always been games. such big names. Uh, you rode for the biggest companies. Yeah, yeah. I would say first in Nitro World Games for me. Yeah, for me, it's first in like uh, this. This what is the Nitro World Games? Oh, uh, it's uh, it's pretty much like the X Games versions. It's like the X Games versions of all action sports, but the ramps are bigger and it's even gnarlier. Mega ramps. They're all, They're mega, all giant mega ramps. And yes. like it's motocross, scooter, rollerblade, BMX, FMX, and they all and compete. you both place top three. Yeah. yeah, the same year. Yeah, that's we so did. cool. That's like brother goals. Yeah. Do you guys ever think about that? Like, do you ever look back and think about all the shit we've accomplished? We're gonna get into all that, but like, is is it cool to you guys that you've accomplished it as brothers? Obviously, it's been a like a huge problem. I feel like I've done everything by myself, so I can imagine an extra person being there kind of difficult. Do you ever think about that? Like, damn, it's crazy. We've stuck together as brothers for so long. It's, it's a Definitely. blessing, but it's also like we don't want to be competitive with each other. Yeah. We'd rather just be brothers. Yeah. So when we're competing on in any competition, we're not going against each other. We're going against everyone else. Everyone else. Funk bros v everyone. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Like, so it's like, like, if like you get know. second, you both got second. Exactly. exactly. I love yeah, that. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And so that's how YouTube feels. Yeah. YouTube is yeah. a little different. It's not a competition. YouTube is just like uh, your creative yeah. outlet. I know you guys both have your strong suits for sure. And when it comes to making content, yeah. you know, he's maybe more of the creative idea guy. You're more of the fuck. You're the guy that gets shit done, makes shit happen. Yeah. Is that kind of like the dynamic? Exactly. Would you say the dynamic is between you guys as brothers yeah. in like brotherly love and in work? What so would we, you say the dynamic has always been and why it works? Well, we were fighting for so long that we started setting up lanes in our old house uh, back in Lake Matthews. And I said, Corey, That's the old house we lived at. Our like old house. Riverside. Yeah. Our second house. Yeah, I remember. And... I said, Corey, I need you to just take over creative because whenever I'm involved, we just tend to just butt heads over and over and over because we're both kind of alphas, you'd say. I think we're both alphas. I would definitely say that. We both want to be in charge and we're both stubborn. So I was like, Corey, you're in charge of creative. Whatever you say goes. And ever since that big change, I've really seen a difference in our relationship where it's more like we want to have fun together rather than be in charge. Okay. So why don't you guys scooter anymore? I feel like everyone wants to know that. I mean, I scooter all the time. I scooter probably once a month, and it's the best time when I do it. I bet every scooter rider listening right now wants to know, like, what happened to the Funk Bros? I've, I'm saying I get the question all the time for myself. I've been, like, getting back into it for fun a little bit, but, like, do the Funk Bros still scooter just once a month? Just a small little thing? 100%. I'll never stop riding my scooter. It's like my – it's the it's like the core of who I am. It's always something – adrenaline junkie – who wants to tr- uh, learn something new, get back up from a fall, like all those life lessons I learned from scootering. What about you, Corey? Um, for me, I, I have a couple things that like cl- are like a conflict with scootering for me is that the first thing are like my injuries. They come back and they hurt and I can only ride for maybe like an hour to like five hours. Yeah. And so if I hit that five hour, that five hour limit, then I'm like super hyped because then I can ride for a long time. But if I hit an hour limit, I, like I want to keep going, but I can't. And you're the kind of guy that goes to the skate park and just goes ham. Like I, I, you do every big trick you possibly I, can. You can't just go yeah, do a, do exactly. a little air, I can't go, pump the bowl. I can't go soft. I have to go like I've been doing it like my whole life because I have been. And so it's like that's like one of the huge conflict things that are hard for me. Like it hurting me. Yeah. Yeah, and I nearly died from that accident you when did, I lost yeah. my spleen. I was doing shows and I don't even remember what happened, but I, I shattered my spleen. I swear you did a wet front scoop. I, I don't even know. I, I, I was doing a box trick. Oh, so when you no did way. your spleen? When you got I lost spleen. my spleen. Yeah, you did bar, nose, uh, turned down, got caught in your shirt, and you fell in. Oh, you, oh, that's what I did? And uh-huh. actually got your spleen taken out. From I shattered it, yeah. So, like, your, your spleen's like an egg, and I shattered it. And that's like... What does your spleen do? Your spleen is your immune system. Oh. I'm pretty sure it produces, it helps produce your white, white cells. blood cells. Yeah. So, so you can't get sick? Uh... Luckily, what I, happens? Went, oh, he's definitely I lost it at a young before. age, so it helped. It doesn't matter, but if you lose it at an older age... Your, you your body kind of adapted to not having it? Exactly. Wow, so what happens if you got coronavirus? Do you know, like, is, no. Are you at a higher risk? Do they tell you that because you lost so. your spleen? I'm assu- I, I would assume so. That's just wild, man. I can't even comprehend not having your immune system. It sounds weird, but it, you adjust. Your body adjusts. Yeah. He has it, but like, when he's older, it's going to be worse for him. Okay. Yeah. And that's the same thing ties into the scootering, like... Like my knees when I go to the skate park, like let's say, hey, like a seven stair, let's truck driver, yeah. 360 bar spin down. I'll land and do it a couple times. I'm like, okay, my knees are like, yo, how about we just not risk it? So I guess you don't even look at scootering as like from a content perspective of like you have a lot of fans that watch you guys do it. Like, I guess it, is it only a thing you kind of still do for yourself? It's for myself. Yeah. So like yeah. if you scooter, it's for yourself. 
fuck what anyone thinks. We moved on from that as a job. It's exactly. Not- hey, we remember that session we had like a week, uh, two weeks ago where we just wrote I definitely it. feel the same way. Yeah. It's kind of how I am with scootering. Yeah. I do kind of love filming little sessions when it makes sense. Yeah. It's but, just like when it feels right yeah. rather than like, like, cause we forced content out of yeah. scootering and made scootering a job yeah. rather than yeah. a love. Yeah. I totally get that. So one thing I've always been curious with you guys, like, you know, I do so well selling signature scooters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I've stayed revolved in scootering, not only because I love it and it's like, it's like my thing, but like, it's also, like I said, I have a, so m- I have so many fans in scootering that know me as the scooter guy. Like, and I kind of own being the scooter kid a little yeah. bit. Like, I think that's kind of my thing. You know, Jake's, Jake's the, the nemesis, what is it? The arch nemesis of the internet. I like and I'm that. kind of the scooter kid. It's like, oh, that's, that's that crazy kid Tanner does a flip on a scooter. You know what I mean? Why don't you guys make signature scooters? I- I've talked to you about this. Yeah. I think it's a no brainer. I mean, you could get a company like Chili or like, you know, one of those, one of those one-off companies just to manufacture your scooters and scooter shops are going to buy them because you guys are the funk bros. Yeah. I've been, Is that I've, just not even something you're interested in? Cause it's just for fun. I feel like we just missed our, our moment. Uh, you I really think like. that? I feel like we missed our moment. Yeah. yeah. I feel like we're just like, would you have thought like I missed my moment? We're like, no. In you, scootering, no. You nailed it. I feel like we're like old school. We're like, hey, we're like the OGs. We used to be these crazy riders. I don't think so, man. I disagree with you. Yeah, and I and I'm flattered by that. But I mean, if we want to go for it, we we've tried and we've oh, we've, you've gone we've, down that road. Okay. We've attempted multiple times, but it always just turns to shit. Damn. Okay. Every time. So but, we've we've tried. But uh, uh, for me, I'm I'm looking at. Uh, I've been working with a company for like over a year now. We were trying to drop it by Christmas, but then uh, something, we ran into a problem with something. I think it was just like art or designing for it. And that's what put us back. And I think COVID is what like <clears throat> set, set me back. So I'm like, I'm looking at like a launch for like June or June around June. Oh, you are doing this? Yeah. I oh, am, fuck yeah. I am doing it. Like I was, it was supposed to happen for this Christmas, but it, we're not going to I think that's it. a great move. So it's around then. It's also the kind of thing for me. It's like one thing I noticed with the scooters is like shops buy them regardless and yeah. they only all get so many of them so like they sell out and then the shops want more i mean like so that's the beautiful thing about selling scooters and not merchandise is like there's so many shops that will buy them anyways mm. they're like they're gonna sell no matter what yeah and then those sell out and then they want to order more in the next run anyways i think that's awesome that you're yeah, actually gonna do but that for me for for selling the scooters like i want to get more people riding scooters so i made an entry model not like a really really nice one yeah. so i made something that people can buy that they know me that's so kind of my big thing with scootering in. too yeah so it's like if people buy my scooters like it's going to be lower and it's not going to be like this higher grade because I want the higher grade scooter companies to get that money yeah. because they deserve it and they work so hard for it. But my scooters are for people to learn. And that get makes into total the sport. sense. So mine's entry into the sport. That's kind of my always thing. I always try to get as many people as I can into scootering and yeah. then hopefully scootering will grasp them as a whole. And I, I love to see that sport thrive, honestly. I mean, it's our life. It's like our blood. And it's also so important to me too is because it has nothing to do with YouTube. Like, it's our thing. And I think that's why it's important. You were saying scootering to you is like still that is because that's how it started. And it's, it's kind of like the only thing I feel like we would have that's ours. Mm. You have your wife, but still you make videos together. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like scootering, that's been your escape since you were 10 years old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of, you got to keep blood. it like that, you know? Yeah. It's like our family. Yeah. It to totally say. is. Our second family. It totally is. You guys heard about Raymond Warner, a uh, fellow pro scooter rider. You guys rode for the same team as him at one point, Scooter Zone. Yeah. Now he owns Scooter Zone. He bought it. It's he bought like Scooter Zone. Channel. That's, that's so, so cool. You think that's a good idea? Like, you think scootering is heading in the right direction? You think that's a little risky? What, what do you think? Would you do that? It's all in the hands of the scooter riders and, the, and how they distribute it to others. And, like, that was the whole reason why we tried doing that SMX thing mm-hmm. that we got completely bashed for. The goal for that was to help uh, bring like almost give like scootering a title. Yeah. If you say, "Hey, I'm a scooter rider," people will be like, to, uh, "Like, oh, like a moped, or yeah. like, oh, like a razor, a razor, a razorer." Like people don't understand that it's like a action sport. Yeah. So like, I think it's in the hands of everyone who rides scooters. So like action space, like we were just talking about. Yep. They're going the right direction. Competitiveness, and now they just got to figure out how to create content. All yeah. these Instagram guys who are posting these clips, half bars. You have um, what's his name? Bars. What? Byrooms? Byrooms. And I, I love, I see you sending them merchandise. So you are, you are there, man. I, I'm trying to help in some way. I mean, that's obviously like... I love it, bro. For my brand. But you should, I, you for, should. For scootering, the, 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 they need to figure out a way to not just compete, but to make it interesting for everyone to try. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, make it like a, something for exercising or it's just for a, a, a way to fall in love with a new passion to get outside. Yeah. Because I just feel like a lot of kids are just focused on like video games and I'm just like things that aren't 
benefiting the Dude, I, I love it, man. I love to hear that. Uh, let's talk about your guys' content house. You have so many, like, fascinating... And this is the best thing. I actually watch all of your guys' content. I think the Funk Bros put out more YouTube content than anybody on the entire platform of YouTube. You mm-hmm. guys have, like I said, you have your you have your reality TV show. You have Corey Funk channel. You have Caper and Funk channel. You have Caper and Rydell channel. You have Funk Bros channel. And then all of your roommates have channels. Yeah. Let's talk about your content house. Explain that mm-hmm. to me. You guys live with how many people? You have how many employees? Like, your whole ordeal looks... Seems stressful to me. Is it stressful? But also, just tell me about it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm so, so curious. The first thing I want to say is, the person that introduced us to like how to be able to do this was Preston, and this Preston guy has like Preston plays. Yeah, Preston. Yeah, I'm Preston plays. He has all kinds of channels. He he makes like 28 videos a week. We actually heard what at one time. So 28 videos. Yeah. So w- w- he was the reason why we got employees and started doing our own channels and then doing other t- other channels on top of that. So I want to give like a huge like like that thank you to Preston for yeah. that, you know. And Caper can kick it off with everything else, but um we, we've literally just like kind of sprouted off from him and everything all the knowledge he gave from That's him. that's great. Yeah. That's exactly what I was going to start off with. Yeah. Yeah, we had a Hot Wheels shoot and we met him and his manager Reed and we realized uh, Reed is whose guy? Mr. Beast? Yeah. Mr. Beast, Mr. Beast manager. manager. Got it. Yeah. So we sat down with them and it's just nice. Uh, those guys are like full-time grinders when, yeah. you know, we're, we like to grind sometime, but we like to play as well. Of course. Well. I'm the same way, man. Exactly. You and I alike. So uh, the mob channel right. was all born during COVID. Like this all kind of happened during COVID. And that was sort of like a blessing disguise for any creators because it was when everyone went from going outside to their phones and their TVs, they were stuck inside TikTok, Instagram, Snapchat, yada, yada. COVID was a small blessing in disguise. It was. It was. So yeah. then... We for created, us, thankfully, we're yeah, blessed to be but, yeah. blessed by this. But my heart somehow. goes out there for people that Seriously, like, yeah. get the best from yeah, That's exactly what I was saying to my, my camera in my vlog this morning. It's like, COVID's a blessing, but also, like, rest in peace. Whoever yeah. has been through it, like, that's no fun. Yeah. Stay safe, wear your masks. So, yeah, um, we have uh, The Mob, like you said, all those channels. And we have Drew Dirksen in our house, who's uh, works with you with merchandise. Yep. And he kicks ass. He's a wonderful soul. You have a lot He's, of very cool successful young people in your guys house yeah we got casey his sister we got drage cameraman and then we have billy man who's a comedian so those are the four roommates yeah and then our employees yeah. we only have, four roommates but no we have we have people right coming in and out we also have charlie he's our filmer but also like <clears throat> he's like one of my best friends like we go and do like gnarly adventures and stuff like that all the time and i know you have the mob filmer yeah the mob filmer drage uh, yeah we got drage we have and then we also have uh like an entire room of like four or five employees like right, and they live there. They don't live there, but they work from there. So, how many people are flowing in and out of your house every day on a normal day? Oh, I'd probably say like twelve to fifteen. Yeah, is that overwhelming? Yeah, uh, it can be. Uh, I manage the people. Uh, Corey just manages the creative. Yeah, yeah. We have a, a bit of a balance. As of right now, we have Funk Bros running. Like we don't really have to touch it. I, mean, I notice you have like you have your your assistant who's your girlfriend. Yeah, she kind of seems like she manages the video ideas and yeah, gets them all hot. set up and stuff. Like, like I said, me. I watch the mob. I clearly know you're you're pretty open about showing how you're dealing with employees. Yeah, and like when you two fight on camera and and being very open talking about your brand deals and your like why i for me as a youtuber bro that like makes my hair stand up i'm like oh fuck like that that just scared me to do you guys are so open on the mob like about everything you fighting you yelling at employees if you need to you know how much money what budget you're on like what prompted that is that because that's content you want to know no one shows that stuff no one shows the rawness of what it's like to be a youtuber and have all those things going on so we're like hey Let's show the world what it's like to actually be in the shoes of a YouTuber that's pushing the limits of all their channels and stuff like that and really showing the rawness of it and what they do in their downtime and who's doing what and when and where and how are things are happening, you know, all the gears to, to how it runs. It just seems like so much. Yeah. Uh, I think transparency builds honesty and trust in the viewer. Yeah. So if I'm sitting there and I say, hey, we made some money off this, but instead I say, hey, we made 15K, they're like, oh, he trusts me. He's yeah. being transparent. He's not hiding. I mean, that's probably part of the reason I'm hooked into like I love watching you guys' stuff because wow. you are so open. It's like it like makes me like, oh, I could never uh, like I'm I want to watch you guys. I want to watch you guys say it because I'm not. I don't want to say it. So but just, now I'm doing this podcast, so I'm sure when I get yeah, there in some sure. way. But you'll get there. Soon. What I want to do is I want to try to break it down for you and like whoever's watching and listening. Yeah, please, man. So basically, the mob is its own thing. There's a cameraman. He films, edits. We don't talk to him about pretty much anything. We'll come together in a meeting if we need to, but otherwise, that's done. What is the mob for? 
the mobs reality TV show. You can tune no, but into what does that money go to? Uh, we pay uh, everyone the people there. in the house, and we pay ourselves. So that's really smart in itself. I think that's something yeah. to pay attention to. We like built that. a business exactly. just to fund everything else, so that you can run with less stress doing all your other projects. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Continue. And then we also have Funk Bros, which we have like four or five employees that are we're paying from from Funk Bros, um, and then that's basically running itself. Then I have my channel. I have an assistant and an editor, and so that's running itself. Capron has an assistant and an editor that's running on itself. Then Capron has Capron and Rydell, and you could probably explain the other stuff to that, but I don't know it too well. He has Capron and Rydell. And you have your gaming channel. And yeah, then he has his gaming channel, but Capron and Rydell have an editor, and he literally, the videos he films with Capron and Rydell are sit down for 20, 10 minutes. And I watch him. 20 or 10 minutes, and he's literally done <laughs> so quickly. I swear I watch It's so weird because I don't watch many YouTubers. Like, I somehow end up watching every piece of content you post the entire week. Yeah. Just, that's so flattering because I just I, we look up to you because the things that you're capable of, it sort of like mesmerize me sometimes because I don't know how to, I don't know how to harness and do it the way you do it. So, In what way? Like, I feel like your brand and who you are is so solid. Yeah, and your fan base is so solid. Like you're not going anywhere. Like, yeah. and, and you I really don't think that. And we feel like our fan base is like this river that it fills back up and then dries out. And then like we have a drought one year and then it goes back up. So we're. I feel to- like I feel the same way. So well, that's what's crazy. Is that's similar, I could probably look at you guys and be like, "Damn, they're thriving." Yeah. And then I'm like, "Because oh, that's grass is greener on the other side." Mm-hmm. Like for every situation. Mm-hmm. So I guess I want to hear more about the mob because I had five roommates here, and that about mentally destroyed me. Mm. Damn. Is that an issue to you guys? You just flow differently. How how is that having so many roommates and like? Do you feel do you feel like you are who you surround yourself with? Okay, I feel, I feel like that's a fact. That's a fact. So are you pretty like? Is that is that it? You have good people around you, so it's not a problem. Or like, are or do you feel stuck? Like, do you feel like if you even wanted to let somebody go, you couldn't because it's like their life kind of doesn't rely on you, but like you're kind of holding them up. You're supporting them. You know, you, you give them a place to live, you give them content, you give them all the, their friend group is your friends that you brought there. Yeah. Does that get overwhelming at all? Well, of course it does. I mean, who doesn't get sick of somebody that you're around all the time? Yeah. What I've learned is to give myself space. Yeah. So like I'll hang out with my friends, not all day, every single day. I'll hang out with them like for an hour and then I'll work with them for two hours. And then, balance. Yeah, there's a lot of balance. And then I have a lot of stuff going on. Like you're asking like. We're always shooting content. I feel like you don't stop, man. We never stop. It, it feels like that. But you get those in-between, those like hiccup moments where you get to like hang out together and you realize like, wow, we're lucky to be here. Yeah. That's my constant thought, my constant feeling in my heart. Every day when I'm shooting, my, shooting with my brother, it's like, wow, we're lucky to be here. Like this job is easy compared to an everyday grinder. Oh, that's, that's the thing I always come back on, man. I would not want to do anything else. No, exactly. And I just like, I feel so... like. Like abundantly lucky to be where I'm at. You feel the same way, man? Um, yeah, I just I feel like the only thing that's kind of hard for me is knowing that we have so many employees, and that like if something happens to our channel, mm-hmm. like we just don't have a good month, or the the videos aren't doing that well, that like if our bills aren't able to get paid, that we might have to drop someone, and but then they won't, their bills won't be able to get paid and that they'll lose their house or whatever it may be because some of That them, is a whole other layer of stress that I could see that I can't understand. Yeah, three of our employees live in the same house. Yeah. So if we let one of them go, all three of them could lose their house. Yeah, because they can't pay it. Yes, and that that's all three of them because they all live in the same house. They they like bought their house together because they all know each other. I mean, that's worse. Worse comes to worse. Yeah, yeah of course, of course. And but it is stress that you think about. I mean, that was the same for me when yeah, I had a that's, daily that's editor. That's on me. I was thinking like my editor has two kids at home. If I don't send him a video tonight, I'm not going to pay him mm-hmm. and he's not going to feed his kids. Like, it's like an emotional, not emo- like emotional weight. That's one thing I don't think people think about having employees. And that's like honestly one thing that I've learned like being in the industry and having to hire employees is one of the hardest things is being a boss. Yeah. Like genuinely, one of the hardest things I have learned to experience is like having to be a boss. So I did this with my editor. Um, he worked at Staples and stuff like that and he wasn't getting enough time on my videos. So I was like, hey, I'm going to buy you out. How much do you need a month? or a week or whatever to survive. And so he told me and I was like, all right, cool. I'm going to do that. And if I don't get him videos, it's my fault and I still pay him. But I want to make sure that like, I don't feel like, man, you know, I didn't get him what he needed so he can't survive this week. So I pay him $200 a video. So it's $400 a week. That's great. Then he said, and that's what he said he needed to feel to be 
kind of like to make it, but to be comfortable, I'd have to pay him a bit more, but I want my channel to kind of grow a little bit more and get more consistent views. And then I'll be able to fund him and his livelihood and stuff like that too. Okay. Wow. So yeah, that's, that's where I'm at right now with that. Yeah. And, um, when it comes to being the boss, I'm the guy who normally handles all the employees, the employees. You've talk. had to fire people. Uh, we've, I think we've let go of one or two people, right? Hannah. Yeah, about that. How'd that yeah. go? How'd that Why go? You? Firing somebody? Did you do it? Uh, who who was it? No, they just they kind of just more, left. It's hard because it's like it's our friends, so it's not it's not yeah. like letting. Yeah, go. we don't fire like our friend Gunner used to like film for the mob, and I, I put him in a position where I knew he would resign. Ah, uh, I didn't say like f you, you bro. I have up. had to fire people, and that is not. Fun, man. Not fun. It's you not fake, good. You not fake fun. fired yeah, Jessica, you, but that's still like that scary. That, no, but that's no, but still like, actually that. That's still that actually ballsy. firing her. Like even though it was a prank, you still did it. Like emotionally firing. Yeah, her. yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> yes, but actually, did. also doing it. Like I've had filmers and editors that lived here. Oh yeah. Or people have had to kick out of the house and sitting down with them and having an emotion conversation. And it's like, uh, and it's, it's like, like you if you're a YouTuber too, they probably start looking around. They're like, "This is a prank. I'm just looking for the camera." Yeah, and but it's I'm like, like, "No, dude, like you're leaving." Yeah. You need, I'm glad that you did that. I think you were surrounded by the wrong people. Yeah, just my two cents. That's also why I was saying, like, I think you guys are just in a different spot that maybe I don't understand, and I have some sort of trauma from it. But like, mm. dude, living with people wrecked me. It took like it took like months to like come back from that, just because because I, I was always the kid that was out. Uh, working hard, going to LA, traveling around the United States, had shit to do. I always come back. They're sitting here, you know, whatever they're doing. I love all these. They're all my friends. Exactly. But, like, but they would be doing nothing, playing video games. And I'm like, why am I the one out doing all this shit when they're the same age as me and they're just as happy, if not seem happier, at least to me. So I started, you know, taking up some of their habits, not leaving the house. And it got to a point, maybe you feel like this, maybe you don't. It got to a point where like my friends were at my house, right? So like I wake up in the morning, I get a cup, cup of water, I walk over here, I got three of my homies right here. Why would I leave the house? Why would I go make new friends? Why would I go to LA? Because my friends are right here. As soon as the friends got out, one of the main reasons I, I kind of started thinking I need to get out of here or I need them to get out of here was because I literally thought if I don't have friends here to wake up next to, I'm going to go make new friends. And since moving, I mean, I've made tons of new friends uh, like I've, I have a whole new friend group. I mean, really, do you feel like that's an issue at all with you? Like, are you worried maybe you should have more friends outside your house or you're pretty confident and you love your friends now? That's both are not wrong answers. Well, I, I, I mean, I'm confident in the people we're surrounded with because I think they're the right personality. They just need to all grow. Yep. And if they stop growing, like I'll sit them down and, and say like, yo, you need to check yourself. Yep. Like this is not, this is an issue. You have to love helping them. Yes. You you both have to. There's you wouldn't be doing this if you didn't. I that's do true. love helping people for sure, yeah. Yeah, that's um, true. I never I never really thought It's a natural it thing like in both of you. Yeah. It's you like are helping them immensely. You think about it. You could be doing anything else and probably be making the same you could you could have shifted your probably content and your work to something more revolved around you and you don't need these. Caber, we could have Caber, we could have a three bedroom house and literally have a five acre property. And pay six hundred thousand dollars, but we yeah. decided to spend one point three million on yeah, a house. You want you want something and that have kind our of, friends be in. So it. you clearly loved the kind of incubation of helping. Mm. I love the same thing, man. Yeah. I go out of my way to help people all the time, and when they don't take my advice, I just get sad because I'm like, I wanted to see this work for you. Mm. Yeah. So you guys also kind of see something with that. You love helping people. Yeah, for sure. Uh, or maybe it's not so. even that for you and you don't realize you're doing it. I don't realize. I don't, I don't even look at it like that. What is I it think, for you then? Is it like, is it like. It's just life. Like I'm just doing life. I, I don't know. Like there's no, it's like I've been on autopilot for a while and it's just transitioned to like, hey, if we're going to have our friends in the video. You and, just force yourself for this to become normal. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I get that. It, it, well, think of like, okay, there are characters in our TV show. Like How I Met Your Mother, if you didn't have the lead actor and the supporting actress or like, it, it like, wouldn't be a show. Yeah, it, yeah. That's Let's say why, like Family Guy or like The Simpsons. If there wasn't Homer or if there wasn't like the main character, then it wouldn't be the show. Yeah, so, and, we, and those supporting characters like Bart, yep. um, Marge, like those people are are part of the cast, and we wanted to like that's where so we that's your the mob. idea of it. Yeah, that's it. That's we created the mob, and then they get a piece of that content, they get a piece of the money, and let's say the mob blows up, we all succeed together. Like the goal isn't for them to live there forever, but their goal is to move out and have success. It's the big idea. It's yeah. The long picture. And it's like having friends that there's a is there a little bit of vlog squad inspiration in there? Uh no, I don't think so. No, for, I don't think now for me it's just like the inspiration in it is that no one is it doesn't seem like everyone there 
like when there's a group of friends and stuff like that, it doesn't seem like they're friends. It just seems like there's like, oh, who are all the famous people? We're going to put them all in the house. Yeah. Like for us, it's like, hey, we've all been real friends. people. Let's make us a famous because we're That's friends. That's what makes the mob different is it's real friends who are actually yeah. want to be together, not the hype house where they're just and like. And it's, it's you two big YouTubers that brought all these people in. Yeah. Slowly but surely. That were we not established it. before they came in. Yeah. Drew Dirksen was a little bit. He was a famous singer, a TikToker. Yeah. Billy was a professional skier, but not much Actor of a presence too. on He's social a, media. And he was a Snapchatter. That's what he was. Snapchatter. That's, that's, that's right. Me. That's right. I think I flew to the UK with him. Anyways, yeah. that's a different question. Why are you both sober? I think oh. that's a really interesting fact about you both. And yeah. it's what makes you guys who you are. Why are you sober? You've never tried alcohol from what I understand. Maybe you had a sip. I don't know. People have. Yeah. I've never. We've never intentionally drank. Neither of us. Right. And that's I've never drank insane. Ever, yeah. You're 27. You're 24. Yeah. I've 24? had people sneak it. And I've had. You know Chris Vincent, do you remember him? Yep, totally. You told me this story. Yeah, yeah, this dude, he literally has a piece of, like, a glass of alcohol. And I'm very trusting. I'm a very trusting person or gullible. You can take it either way you want. And I took a sip of it. And right when I took the sip, I knew exactly what it was. I'm like, this motherfucker. So that was your first sip of alcohol. You were how old? I don't remember. It was like 19. But he tricked him into 18, it. 19. It was a okay. trick. And, I, and he did it on purpose because he knows I don't drink. Which is kind of fucked up. It is fucked up. Him knowing your past of why you don't drink. It was funny though because we're just young teens, you yeah. know. Yeah. And, and obviously, like at my heart, I'm like, I just, like, I sinned. I'm a horrible person now because that's how I viewed it. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> but now it's like not a big deal. Why are you both sober? Can we talk about that? Yeah, yeah. So, um, our parents have been sober for like over like 25 years, and when I've asked them about this, I'm a break. I'm allowed to break their anonymity, is what they call it. Like I'm allowed to tell people that they've been sober for a long time. And so my dad shared stories of like him being blackout drunk for like three months straight and him like realizing like, whoa, like he just comes back from it. Like, and him just sharing all these stories of just like saying, you have addictive personality. And I'm like, no, I don't. And they're like, hey, look at your wall of peace teas. Cause I used to have 700 oh peace tea gosh, cans on the wall. Dude. And I went, oh shit. Yeah, that's true. So then I realized, hey, maybe I should stay away from the negative things that, that will drive me in a negative direction. And then I started like doing the things that I wanted to do and just stay doing those things like scootering. So I got my addicted, took my addicted personality towards something that was positive, like scootering, did it in an active way. And then I just kind of like, just kept doing it because it was fun. So it's, it's solely based off of, you saw what happened to your parents. Yeah. We you realized you had to see, see, or you didn't see, they you weren't born us. yet. And the, yeah. the thing is, is that they didn't force it. They, they didn't say like, if you drink, I'm going to put you, I'm going to ground you. They said, hey. You made the conscious decision for yourself. Exactly. Mm-hmm. They planted the seed and then we made the actual decision to not do that. Which is huge in itself. Person. Exactly. Yeah. Like the fact that you could make that conscious decision to with be the, like, I don't need this. With the peer pressure but he of also, the world. Like it is so normalized yeah. that like drug. Yeah. Uh, sorry. Uh, alcohol is a drug. Yeah. It is not just like this. Yep. Like, oh, laid, like laid back. Like if it's misused, like drunk driving kills so many people. And uh, it should just always be used in moderation for my, for my terms. Yeah. And I, my wife, she's okay with drinking. And now. Not right now. No, no, not right now. She's pregnant. <laughs> but like, she drinks, uh, she drinks socially. He's like, no, all the time. I'm like, okay. Oh, so she, she socially drinks, which is something I'm okay with. I've come to terms with it. But now it's like uh, an issue I never thought I'd face. It's actually one of my biggest fears is like, is my kid going to drink? Like, does my wife want my kid to drink? Is she okay with it? Am I okay with it? Yeah. Like, uh, he's going to have my issues. Uh, it's going to be my fault if he drinks and he and he ruins his life. So, like, that's something I've never really contemplated until now. Wow. So that's an interesting depth. That is really, yeah, that is so interesting. Yeah, no, I thought about that a lot. Like, if I ever have kids, like, that's, like, one huge question. I'd always talk to, like, girlfriends or, like, everything about, like, I would just, like, hey. Yeah. I think that's what makes you guys so unique, though, is, like, why you're so fun and adventurous and shit is because you've never had assistance from drugs or alcohol mm-hmm. at all. Like you just strictly love spinning yourself around on a tractor on a slip and slide. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm adrenaline. Majority drunk. of yeah. our friends too. I think. I think. Uh, uh, like there's Drage, Charlie. Uh, let's see. Like, like a majority of our friends have never drink and smoke. Like we have, we have like Billy Drew. They they drink yeah. a little bit, but they don't like smoke or do drugs at all. Yeah. Like they like you know they just sit down and they they chill like regular human beings and they drink and they just have fun. Yeah. But sometimes. none of our friends are party animals, and they don't do all this. So, stuff. Sometimes they go ham. Well, yeah. During like, Corona season, it was crazy. They would get drunk all the time. But it, it, yeah, it but take... that's the thing. It's like that's normal. Yeah, that is normal. Yeah, yeah. And, and I mean, they're surrounded by us. And like the best thing about me is, that if you ever bring me to a party, you always got a DD. Yep. 
And yeah, I'm always too. there to make sure you're safe. I'm your babysitter. I got to drive a McLaren because of that. Because <laughs> <laughs> you were... Dr- I was de- de- designated driver. Oh. So I get to drive someone's McLaren to take them home. Dude, that is awesome. Yeah. Corey, you have a death wish, I swear to God, man. Uh, like, I've gotten in the car with you, and I refuse to get in the car now with you. You, you hey. jump off of six-story hotel buildings into tiny pools. Like, real death-defying shit. And then you have a baby on the way. Like, different things. Yeah. Why are you like that, dude? Like, it scares me. It scares me. You you tell me you want to crash a car. I swear you said that. You were like, I haven't yet. Like, I don't know. What oh, I'm yeah. Like. I think that would be kind I'm of like, cool why are you so fucking crazy? He's like, because I haven't crashed yet. I'm like, why the fuck would you want to crash? So I know, like, I know, like, what the do's and don'ts are of it. You haven't reached that limit yet, bro. I know. I don't want you to find it. Oh, you, no, yeah, I yeah, agree yeah, yeah. with you because he doesn't understand the he consequences. Understand, until he bro. Hits it. I went, I went six miles an hour, flipped a, ro- a Range Rover into a ditch, bro. Like anything could happen. I popped my left nut on a pogo stick. <laughs> for <laughs> real, for real. You and he almost like, died in that car accident. Yeah, I almost died in our car accident with Maverick. Like, Mav. Dude, hey, hey, can you bleed your brakes next time? Yeah, of course. yeah. He learned you. that now. Yeah, he yeah. learned that. <laughs> but dude, like, why? Like, you just don't think about that? Like, I guess that's your addictive personality. You you literally take everything to the highest extreme. And everything you do, your YouTube videos, you get obsessed. Scootering, you get obsessed. Like you said, peace tea cans, which is an iced tea. You had you had 800 of them on the wall. Yeah, I just collected them. But, I mean, like, I guess I just do, like, calculated risk type of things. And I like, I like to construct and build and, like, create things that people haven't done before. So I'm, like, kind of like that's another really i'm intrigued thing. on doing things that people haven't done before and like innovating and just kind and of you're just a real life creative not even for making up youtube video ideas like you said you build shit all the time you build zip lines yeah you build giant slip and flies lakes ponds yeah i want to be like a really unique creator too when it comes to that like i remember like i was like in my garage at one point and i was sitting there i was holding tools and i was looking at this car and i have a car i bought a car lift and i went why did i buy a car lift like, why did I buy these things? And I like, I realized like, hey, I want, I want to be chasing the passion of like being able to like create and be like an awesome creator and be a unique person that can do all these creative things like with track, like doing a tractor slip and slide yeah. and building zip lines and stuff like that. And I'm like, I'm getting myself in like a, like a little like corner with like wanting to work on my cars when I could just like have someone else do this while I'm can be creating other types of things, you know, but I want to be able to learn and know those things. So that's why I bought it. And I just kind of got myself like in a little pickle there, but in a way, dude, that is, it is your drug. It's like really cool and unique. Yeah. That's, that's literally how, like, I just love coming back to the sober thing because there's so many people that are listening that are not sober. And it's like, because that's never been in your life, you have become obsessed with literally what you just said like yeah figuring out how a car engine works and why this bolt does that yeah does i literally that. know pretty much everything on my my project car that i've worked on but about also all sorts of things if you wanted to build a zip line instead of hiring someone like i would have done to come build a zip line i'll have it for a video you want to build it yeah you want to go out of your way and then our, our escapes are different they are like, so different like, like yeah like this is so much different than anyone different. i met though yeah like i can, can I help answer your question for you? Because I think Please, you're struggling to answer it. Yeah, go for it. So I think your like definition of life is to always try something new. Like that's who you are. Like you want to be able to go to your kids and be like, I've done this. I think that's a huge, you've told me that, that you want to be able to tell your kids that you've done this. But also it's like, if it's something that like, like if there's something like new out there, then I want to be like, ah, uh, I would know how to make that happen. You know, I have an 8,000 pound tire. In case it ever comes up. Yeah. In case someone says, who here can do a backflip? Boom, we got it. Is that that kind of thing? It's, it's. Because that's kind of what a lot of talents I've learned are for. Mm. Yeah. It's, I guess, I guess it's kind of like being an architect of like anything. Like, oh, I wish someone could play drums. I know how to play drums. Is it like that? I guess so. Yeah. Uh, But it's like, but on the creative side. You want to be that doctor on the plane. Yeah. That's it. He does it for himself, I think. You want to be the doctor on the plane. I want to be the person that goes like the plane's going down and it's like, hey, it's like under in the engine room. Like, oh, yeah, no, I think I could figure it out. It's OK, like I get it. I totally understand. Like, it's like, you know, like, oh, we can't get signal. It's like, oh, I'll figure it out. Just like put me in the, the room in the front, like put me in the cockpit. I'll, like, I got figure this. Figure it out. I got you know, this. It's like, it's like I want to be able to learn like those things. Like, yeah, I want to even like, hey, he's choking. It's like, ah, shoot. I, I know. I know some uh, things, like, you know, like I know a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And I want to talk about your baby, bro. Yeah. You're having a you having a child right now. You just got married. Baby boy, yeah. To Rydell Lynch from the Lynch family. Yep, R5. A pretty famous family. Yep, right? Ross Lynch is huge. Austin and Allie. 
on a Disney show. You yep. got they have bands. Yep. Rydell has her own clothing brand. The Rydell. whole the whole family's a bunch of G's. Yeah. Like just talk <laughs> about that, man. Talk about marrying. Is she, this is your dream woman, obviously. Yeah. You proposed to her in a year, right? Uh, I think it was less than that. I think it was nine months. How did you know? Like, what was it? Was it um, just that moment, man? Was it, it just like she's the one? It's very. Uh, and they said to elope when they uh, when they first started texting each other. I was sitting there. Yeah, <laughs> he was there for the whole thing. So we we met at Circus Soleil, so a social media event. Uh, she was like, uh, like, uh, like just a, a, the like the brightest star in the room sort of vibe, just kind of like glowing. Like imagine that special. You just said fact. I have to have her. <laughs> Not like have to have her, but like wow, she stands out. And I got to talk to her her father who was with her. So I know. Uh, I talked up her dad. You you start talking her up, and I started to get to know him. I still know him probably a little bit better. Than sure. You, have you read his book? <laughs> I don't need to read his book. I can read him. He's a good looking man. Oh, I'm just <laughs> so yeah, I, I ordered his book, and I talked to him, and I got her Instagram, and we DM'd, yada yada, kept going. And then after a couple dates, it was like boom, instantly. I went back to my parents' house after our first day. I'm like, I met my wife. 100% met her. And then, boom, now we're here today. And then, like, right away, you're like, I got to get her pregnant, man. I got to lock this in. Uh, not really. That was sort of – I never wanted kids until I met her. Because you, you realize that you want a child who is just like your spouse. And if you're, if you're a spouse or your significant other, you don't want them to be like your kids, I don't think that's So right. it was really just like you just met the love of your life. It was, it was just like, holy life, shit, bro. Life-altering, perception-altering, like, everything. You were just like, holy fuck. Yeah. I was ready to here be single for, like, till I was 30. Playing video games, shooting YouTube videos, having fun, hanging out with my dog. Like, that was it. And, like, now you have a baby on the way. Yep. And you're officially married. Yep. You guys live together. Gonna Any concerns from Uncle Corey? No. Are you nervous for the baby? Are you nervous no. for the baby? No, not at all. Like, I'm real not. shit. You're not nervous at all. You're not, not a child. No real shit. Yeah, I've been making Mickey Mouse pancakes. I was you're really bad. She, like, yeah. my girlfriend did better than I did. I was pretty upset about that. But I've been practicing. You'll be an uncle, man. Yeah. So um, you're not nervous at all? No, I'm worried about his influence. See, I'm worried about him worrying about my influence. That's I think I think about. he's going to be a, a great uncle, and I just want to make sure that Rydell understands he's going to be a great uncle as well. I just want to make sure that uh, the baby learns the best parts of him. How many months we got till the baby comes? Uh, I think uh, four, three or four, three or four. Yep, it's baby funk, yeah. boy or girl. Boy, boy, boy. That's right. Yep, I've seen the, the video. Boy's gonna be the protector of the family. Your little son, man. Did yeah. you want a daughter? Or are you happy with the son? Oh, we're going to have six kids, so we're going to have a daughter eventually. Oh, you're going more? Yeah, six kids. As soon as this one out, you're going for number two? Instantly. Yeah? Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, snapping them no all out. No way! Yeah, yeah. You're going ham for the next, like... Snapping them all out. Six oh babies, that's like five years. You know, if you, longer, were, longer. If you guys were just dogs, you'd probably just have a, like, a whole litter and you'd be done it. That's like, exactly you know, what it's like. That's something. the goal, is to have a litter. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, so that's... <laughs> I don't want you to say the baby name, because I know you're going to do a reveal oh, video, a but do you know it yet? We have two names where... Uh, Going okay. back and forth. Okay, that's that's really exciting. Oh my gosh, baby man! And then Corey's next. Are you excited, Corey? Hannah, you hear that? You're next. You gonna get pregnant? <laughs> Imagine she announces it right now. Oh I'm pregnant. God. Corey proposes on your podcast. Oh shit, bro! That'd I like, didn't have an episode. That'd be the most sick. What did you say? <laughs> that's it. Since you had an stomach, I was joking. <laughs> so, did you know who like the Lynch family was before you met? No, I didn't. I didn't even know what Austin and Allie was. Yeah, okay. I didn't either until you guys started dating. Yeah, I didn't even. I didn't even know. So is that so, what's that like having him as was, a brother-in-law? I think that was a the perfect scenario though, because if I did know him, it'd be kind of weird. Yeah, like, it would be a, weird. If I was a fanboy and I showed up, I I, I feel like I would have like. Been, I know a family vlog channel. One of the people in the family vlog channel's brother hooked up with a fan. Oh. Got her pregnant. Oh. Now that fan is a part of the family. Oh shit! Do not do that. Is that scary? A little bit. I don't like that. Like that's scary. That would be like. Corey hooking up with like one of your biggest fans having a child you know what I mean that would be... and then like immediately the mega fans your sister-in-law oh the funk bro's sister-in-law she's don't a, do that she's the funk sis don't do that Corey Hannah are you our number one fan don't lie <laughs> I'm just checking I'm just checking are you a big fan <laughs> she's like I'm like when's Corey's birthday <laughs> like she knows it oh, oh lord two ten ninety six. What? So what's it like having Ross Lynch as like a brother-in-law? Is oh. that is that anything cool? I mean, I don't I don't know. He has like what, eight so million chill. followers on Instagram. He's a pretty like famous guy after he's like a, looking into him. He's like one of the, like the most simped boys. Simp, simped, like simped over. Oh, simped over. Like the girls go crazy for him type of guy. And you hang out with him. He's just like he's just a person. Your average dude who's really deep. He he's got a lot to say, and he's just good at anything he touches. Really, he's just he's I just think, like our type. He's 
our time. He's our boy. You would vibe with him so much. Wow, that's He's awesome. Yeah, they they with, performed and they're musicians. They're really like popular, famous musicians. Um, our very vibe. talented. Yeah, and it's now the driver era. And they played at your wedding. Yeah, that was that was fucking awesome. That was overwhelming. Why weren't you at my wedding, bro? That's a really <laughs> fucked up thing that I actually wanted to address. I don't know, man. Yeah. It like it just like all of a sudden. My life, I live day by day, and yeah. then all of a sudden, it was the weekend. And I was I like, "Holy fuck, it's in Arizona!" Yeah. And honestly, I think I was in a different state. Yeah. I'm not sure where I was. You were somewhere else. I but think you're in Utah. I felt really fucking horrible about okay. that. Honestly, it was only two hundred dollars for your seat. It cost money. Yeah. No. Yeah, I did. I'm just making you feel bad. I, I wanted you to be there, dude. You should have seen. I was. I crying. really fucking wish I was. I was dude. crying the whole time. I watched the videos. I was. Oh, you watched I watched it. all the. Yeah, I was crying the whole time because you were there. No, he was crying. <laughs> he was crying because he was he was simping, and then Rydell yeah, wasn't crying. Yeah, I yeah, seen yeah. the video. Right? Yeah, Rydell Rydell wasn't crying. She was trying to keep her. You're the more emotional one, huh? Better. You've always been. I've always been very. That's emotional. why I think you're gonna make the best dad. Thank you. You're so emotional. I am dad prawn. Dad prawn. That's my name. Dad prawn. Even you, you even got the merch. Yeah. You make I, dad prawn merch now? Yeah, I made it. I thought it was funny. It was funny. It's we funny. It's always visor. been a joke, which is so weird because I've known you for ten years. Like, and you've always been the dad of the group. Like, as a joke, it's always yeah. been a joke. But now you're actually having a kid, and you're the, you're the first friend I have, I feel like, having children. Exactly. I, it's weird. I, I, and I'm it's like, first, holy shit, we're old now. I'm yeah, the, the first, first father to have mine having children. Yeah. It's so strange to think about. I, I, Corey, you're excited, right? Yeah. Are you actually excited? He doesn't, he never, like, answers it. He's like, yeah. Is, be honest, like, bro, it's a podcast. We got time. Question. Are you excited, or is it kind of fucking weird? Is it? I just, I think it's not a reality because it's not here yet. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. That's a good answer. Yeah. It's like, it's only in her tummy. I think once you see, <laughs> see your nephew, it's yeah. going to be like, you're going to have a whole new Yeah, I'm like, hey, yo. Last bro? Night, he was kicking so much. I was holding her belly. Bro, Corey, I got to call you out for something, man. Yes. Yeah. What's up with the David's bitches thing? <laughs> oh, I think. Yes. You've been so in, off you man. funk bros collab with David Dobrik so much. Mm-hmm. And I seen this thing a while ago, man. You had some speed you have a speedo on that said you're David's bitch. Yeah. Wait, can I add on to this? Corey yes. came up to me, he says, Hey, do you want to do this bit where you're David's bitches? And I'm like, No, I have some sort of sense of pride. Oh I'm not God. that desperate for clout right now. Like, damn. Okay. I'm okay. not gonna talk shit anymore. Sorry. Okay, so I was at Venice Beach and I was running at the skate park and I was like doing like a I was just like riding and stuff and I was hanging out with my friends and then uh, I we were like planning on going to David's for something. I think it was like dropping something off or I think we were just going there. And I was like riding past like the, all the t-shirt stuff they sell for like uh, for like the the vacation people or whatever. I don't know, the people that travel in. And, and there's one that said like David's bitch. And I was like, that would be so funny if I like just came there. And, like, did something just funny, like, saying, like, hey, David, I'm your bitch. Like, just make me do whatever, you know, right? And I was like, hey, should we get, like, four of these and, like, just oh, all go in? And I was like, that'd be so funny. That'd Wait, be, like, so random. You had the would underwear not even... made. Huh? You made the underwear? Yeah. So I so I went out and I bought I, – I, actually, I had my I had my friend Danny buy them because, like, I didn't have the money for them, I don't think. And so he bought them and I was like, all right, let's just go there. We'll see if it works. And I called David. I said, David, just film. If you don't like it, it's fine. Just trash it. But, like, just film just in case. And so we're like, he loved it. And then so we called him, yeah. And then we were like, all right, you ready? We're coming in. He's like, okay, I'm filming. Like he was like, N- like because I don't think he was like really hyped or didn't know what was going on. So he's like, whatever, I'll film. We came in, we're like, and we had like this whole dance yeah, thing we it. did too. And then he did, he made us change some of the words, but like that's what you see us like coming and do. And then he's like, all right, let's do all these other things. And then he called us up for like three other videos or whatever. And then at a point, I, like I cut it off. I'm like, dude, I'm I can't get hurt anymore. And then like you pepper sprayed yourself. Yeah, yeah. So it was. You know what's funny is that it's the people that we live at, live with today. It's Drew and Billy and Danny. and me. And, yeah, Drew, Billy, and me. And then Danny. He's he's off in San Diego. He's he's doing like his own thing. But I see him from time to time. He's okay. he's doing like, some stunts that are like way too gnarly that I can never even do or would never do. Like he sets himself on fire for fun. Okay, I'm like I'm not about that. All right, I have a, I have a good gnarly. fan question. Yeah. Do you guys think you're going to stick to making, like, have you have you fully, obviously you've committed to making, like, kid-style videos. Do you ever see yourself kind of growing up? Or I, I guess you have so many channels, you have other opportunities for that. But do you see your content aging up on the Funk Bros? Or you, you've pretty much made your spot in that form of content, like Preston Plays. You know what I mean? Uh, well, uh, let's say we compare, like... Like, uh, the thing that Corey and I have is our authenticity... Like, we will curse on camera, but it'll be bleeped out. Yeah. Like, it's an all-age yep. 
I think anyone who can can watch it's not strictly kids because you know you've seen people that are scripted. They're like, I mean, hey. I watch it, bro. Like what? I watch it. Thank you. Yeah, like you know, there's some people that are like, hey, let's go get them. Yeah, you betcha. Like like, and they get sort of cringe as you go on. And I don't think we're anywhere close to that. I think we're we're in uh, the silver lining in the center, yeah. where we can be both. Kids. And you have the mob channel that kind of pulls you back over that line. And, and that is definitely your our family argument. channel. And which my also, channel, you're going to have a child of your own. Yeah. So that even. Yeah, like we literally hit both spectrums. And the goal for the Funk Bros Estate, uh, pretty much the mob house, is we want to have like the Disneyland for all creators. Yep. And we want like any person, any TikToker, any Snapchatter, movie star to come down and they're like, we just want to go hang out and escape from the LA scene yeah. and go to the Funks. And we're going to build our big pond. We have our ropes course, our treehouse city we built. Yeah, we're uh, 30 minutes from LA. Ingram yeah. trampolines. I, I need park. to come up there. I haven't seen your house yet. Yeah, you'll love it. And then like our pond is going to be insane. Oh, that's going to be the exciting thing. Yeah, we, we took out a loan for $150,000 from like the government so we can like be able to build it. Like so, we like loaned one hundred fifty thousand dollars so we could build this pond, and Holy we got the loan because we yeah. spent it all on the on the house. But we're like committing fully to yeah. our brand, and that is like, and we're not building awesome that. stuff. That's for the pond. Yeah, awesome. That's for, for the pond. When will the pond come? Uh, summer. This summer. Yeah. Summer. Next summer. Yeah. Coming very very soon. You two, I think we touched on this a little bit. Would you recommend somebody starting a YouTube channel with their brother? Like well, honestly, I I've seen you guys have. Some moments fighting, but it also might be better because you have a teammate, you have someone to run off with the energy. Sure. You're also splitting the revenue, which yeah. is a different thing than like what I experienced. Yeah. Would you recommend uh, another pair of brothers listening? Justin and Clark listening right now. They're brothers. They want to start a YouTube channel. What's some things maybe they should look out for? Maybe you would you wish you told yourself when you're younger. Oh, I like that. I would say only start if you both love what you're doing and make sure you guys know your lanes. Well, let, let me say this. At first, when we started, I didn't know Caprin did it because he really, really loved it. And then, uh, like, Caprin, like, basically did all this, and I just joined on because, like, we're brothers. Like, we're the Funk Bros. We're known as the Funk Bros. And so, it literally, none of this would have ever happened if Caprin didn't start it off. So, it's really completely 100% of everything that I own is because of Caprin. And then, and then maybe, like, when we moved into our new house is when I was like, all right, like, I put all full gear straight on it. Like, we're doing this. Like, I think after, like, our trampoline filling and stuff like that, I was like, all right, I'm, like, 40% in. And then after, like, no, it was not 40. It was like, I was, like, 60, 70% in on, like, trying So you think channel. down the road that kind of unbalanced you guys because you weren't on the same page from yeah, the it, beginning? It, you, you're saying, like, it unbalanced us? Like, since you weren't fully into it, but you didn't realize he was, do you well, think that threw off your dynamic a little bit? I think, like, for me, like, I was, I was, like, Capron would film and I would just be crazy. And so then people would be entertained that I was just being crazy and I wasn't trying to do any like cinematic stuff. I was just being me. Capron was like, had this case and I that thing. I think he has the work harder jacket on literally right now. Yeah, 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 Casey, love Casey. Um, he literally had the, uh, the camera on him shooting all these cinematic stuff like that. I'd be crazy. And I would do double flips on the nitro circus ramp. And I'd come down I'm like, that was crazy. Caper, it's your turn. And I'll grab the camera. And then that's when I was like starting to get more into it, you know? And then like, we started doing trampoline fillings and stuff like that. And I was like, all right, this is awesome. Let's start like putting some more money into it. And Caper's like, we got to put more. I was like, that's too much. And I was like, all right, let's spend a thousand dollars on pillows then. Sure. Whatever. Then we did that stuff and it's really started paying off. And I was like, all right. And then I started getting more into it and understanding that like investing and all that stuff. So do you remember the whoopee cushions? Yeah. I so, remember the fucking whoopee cushions. So like those. it was so funny because everything's popping off. And in my mind, everything's an opportunity. You have to seize the day, seize yeah. the opportunity. So I saw that like all the next, all the videos have been blowing up. Oh. And I looked at our budget. It was like $4,300 we made that month for the Funk Bros. And we're like, I'm like, Corey. I found whoopee cushions for $4,000, a thousand of them. Let's buy them. They're mega whoopee cushions. And he goes, all right, fine. So we spent all of our money. Everything you earned. Everything we earned that month on that video. Boom. We post it. It pops off. And then the next month, it doubles. And then doubles. Yep. And doubles. And we went from $4,000 to like $100,000 in like four months. It was like, uh, we were like. Monthly earnings. Like monthly. Monthly. And we are like. Wait, what? We're like, wait, what? Your just... parents are probably freaking out. Yeah, my dad's like, this isn't going to last. Like, don't, Oh, don't... You, you know what's funny? Hold on. When we first like were like getting into YouTube and like you were on YouTube, I told my dad, I was like, hey, you know Tanner Fox is making like $100,000 this month? And my dad's like, no way. My dad's like a blue collar worker, like super hard, like worked with his hands, like, yeah, and like general like, contractor. Like he's a con- construction guy. He's, kind of he's like BS. 
Yeah, he's a boomer for sure. And he, and he just was didn't like, believe that shit. And he's like, there's no, there's no effing way Tanner Fox can make numbers. There's no, no, I, no, no way in hell. I think this is a good transition question. So funny. What is the most money you guys, I'll answer the same question. How, how, what do you think the most money you've ever earned in one month in social media in the last five years was? Wait, uh, total. Uh, from YouTube? Brands, merch. That. I think we had 200K once because we had a crazy brand deal. We had, in with, one month. With the AdSense? With AdSense and the brand deal. I think, oh, okay, okay. Something like I think that. the most I ever did was like 2017. It was like the month I did that We Do It Best song. Can I guess? Uh, with brand deals. Yeah, with brand deals, merch, money from the song, scooter sales. Merch too? Yeah. Oh my God. With all those things. 1.2 million. Nah, not that much. 900K. Do you want to guess? 700? It's 750. Holy shit. I, I don't think. I when I was 17, though. We've never like been able to nail merch like you have. We've never been able to. Yeah. And I'm so curious we've why that tried. is. Because you're, because you're relatable. But no, because it's, because it's you and then. And then they, they watch for, like, Tanner Fox. Like, what does he eat for breakfast? What does he do this? They come to our channel and they go, like, oh, what big thing do they build? You know, they're not here for us. They're here for the things that we, like. I guess that's the longevity of what you build your channel out to be. It's like yeah. Danny Duncan. Like, exactly. Danny Duncan would not be here right now if he didn't upload for the last three years the same style of content, getting 100,000 views, 100,000 views, 100,000 views. He's got like, cult following. Grows. And you have a cult following, I like to say. You think so? Cult meaning, like, 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 like. like Life or death, like when people show their respect and they cut their, their hand and they put the, blo- the blood together and they ha- shake hands. Like, I think you have people who are uh, obsessed with you and they want to be you. I think you guys do too, but you just, uh, you're in your own world. Because I think scale. I don't, but you think I do. Yeah, but we have it at a smaller scale. I could see uh, that. We don't have it at your magnitude. But, we're, but I, that's what fascinates me is like, I mean, I'm just like an old guy yeah. with a big beard now who's having a kid. But I'm just trying to understand. But bro, your relationship dynamic is so interesting to me. Thank you. I appreciate I, I love that. So that's why I'm for like Cape Rydell. I watch y'all fucking open a uh, carriage or a cradle. Oh, you the one What crib? is it called? A crib, crib, bro. Crib? I sat there for 10 minutes <laughs> watching you unbox a crib. And I was like, it's just because they're a couple. I was entertained. That, that's my de- that's our demographic on our on our Cape Rydell channel. I it love is, it. It's like your age and above. I love it. it. I was watching you fucking put together a crib, bro. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? At the end, at the end, I was like, I, I, I just watched that. I don't understand that. I, I just watched that. And it's just you guys talking like, oh, goofing off, making jokes about what you ate for breakfast and shit. Yeah. <laughs> and I love it. It's just like, that's what it's like. That's crazy. He's people. making a good amount off that channel too. Oh, that's like, a lot. You have so many avenues of, yeah, but so that channel's where, where you lack in merch, you're gaining on me in content. Exactly. I've always had one channel because someone engraved in my mind a long time ago. I can't remember who said it. It might've been like Casey Neistat was just like, why are you like? Why separate your channels? This was like a 2016 strategy, so it made more sense back then. Yeah. But like, why cut your audience in half if you have all your platform here? Keep it on one. Okay. I don't know why. I just never been good at starting new channels. This is my second channel ever. No, I'm proud of you. Yeah. This is what I think you need to spread your wings. You could have done it much earlier, but I think the time to attack and the patience you brought to yeah. your your business is perfect. And you're ready. I think this is gonna pop off, dude. Thank and you. You give Logan Paul a run for his money. Did you know we've already been talking for an hour? Really? Can you believe that? This feels like normal. We'll start wrapping it up slowly. I I do want to ask you guys, you heard about the COVID vaccine. Yep. Do you plan on taking? Uh, After many people do, I'll wait about a couple months and then possibly. We have a friend in the living room. His name's Chico. Do you see him sitting on the couch? He's in the military. He already had to take it. Wait, really? Yeah. He already had to take it. That's so scary. Can you hear something scary? What? They told him, if you get in contact with anyone with COVID, tell us so we can quarantine you. And he said, what do you mean? I just got the vaccine. Like, why would I, well, what do you mean? They said, in case it doesn't work. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, what? And then there was a thing on the live news of a lady taking it and she passed out. I yeah. saw that. I saw that. So you think that's the strategy for me as well. It's like waiting. Well, I, I think you think you see, will take it or are you like, I'm not taking that shit. I, I don't know. I, I I don't want my wife to take it. Fuck no. She's, you have your children. That's terrifying. Your what wife should, no, nah, I agree. Well, if it like hurts her, her uh, pregnancy Baby. process. And bro, it's going to be one of those things in 20 years, they're going to say, if you or your family were affected by the COVID vaccine in 2020, please call this number to be compensated. And it's, you know what I mean? Wow, that's accurate. It's going to be like, oh, shit. It's just become the I have the... red marks on my back. Oh, my god! And then you're going to – are oh you going to take god. it, Corey? I honestly, like, didn't hear about any of it. I don't know. I just don't care, I guess. So you would have taken it? Uh, if I didn't ask you right now and say those two things, you would have just been like, oh, yeah, everyone else is doing it. 
If I mean, I probably would like. I heard like they're like implanting like something inside of it, like a GPS or some other thing. I don't know. What I think it that's was, a bit far. But I just like but I've heard that as well. Yeah, I just like I just like heard that and what. I'm just gonna wait till like the real thing comes out yeah. until like it really because like I will he- I will hear well, it's the it same thing with like the conspiracy the of like out. moms not wanting to get their kids vaccinated for flu, yeah, because they don't trust what's in the vaccine. I've read about that. It's scary, scary stuff. Yeah. What about the Nate Robinson Jake Paul fight and then now Jake trying oh. to come after Conor McGregor? Have you been paying attention to any of that drama? Dude. I have. Yeah, a lot. I yeah, you have. Yeah. Jake what Paul? do you think? Is he fucking with? Is he messing with fire? Jake is a genius. This is all tactics. If if you guys don't understand business, you don't understand what he's trying to do. He's love and hate are the same thing at the end of the day, and that's what Jake is using as his fire. He's done it since day one. That's why he succeeded with Team Ten. Remember him jumping on top of the van? Yep. It's the same thing. He's just shaking the cat. Yep. And he's making money. If he lands this deal with Conor McGregor, he is set for life. That's what I think it is for him. It's just like he has so much riding on him right now. Like with the Nate Robinson win, there's so many people paying attention. And now if his next fight is Conor McGregor, I told Maverick this, even if Conor loses, or I mean, sorry, even if Jake loses the fight, it's still a win. Because it's a Conor McGregor fight right after knocking out Nate Robinson. Like, no matter what, it's the biggest, baddest thing he could do. It's going to make hella money. And if he loses, everyone's going to go, well, duh. Yeah. What the fuck you think is going to happen? Exactly. It's Conor and McGregor. Or, same thing as Logan, he knocks him out, and it's fucking Jake Paul knocked out Conor McGregor. Uh, and that's what I was saying, too. It's like, the same if, thing as Floyd. If Jake, blo- uh, Jake knocks out Conor and Logan knocks out Floyd... Like, their careers are, are literally done. I feel like it's a better chance that like, Logan the, knocks out Mayweather than Jake knocks out McGregor. Because Logan's bigger than McGregor. Lo, Logan's bigger than uh, than Mayweather. But Mag, uh, McGregor and uh, Jake are, like, the same size. And I feel like they're, like... I feel like they're the same build. And Connor's McGregor's been so small, dude. Fights. Well, oh, McGregor's then, a monster. Mayweather like, oh, and McGregor are physically. monsters. But, oh, but, but uh, compared to Jake... Uh, Jake's a big motherfucker, bro. No, he's like I, I know six he's one, no, two hundred pounds for yep. sure. No, he's yeah. a big guy. I'm not saying he's not a big guy. I'm just saying the comparison of Logan Mayweather versus Jake versus uh, McGregor. Yeah, McGregor. I, I get it. Yeah, like the comparison of both those difference. like verses, but like like say if Jake was in Mayweather's spot, right? It's like there then that would be also the same scenario if yeah. it was flipped. Last question, I think, before we start wrapping it up. Oh, Lord. Don't answer this if you don't want to. Okay. It is no Fox given. I will answer it if you all do, though. Okay. What's your body count? You're... Feel free to say no. I... I'll only answer it if y'all answer it. That's okay. You don't have to. I can't. I can't. Yeah, I know. I, don't I can't do that. that. I can't. <laughs> I can't. I can't do that. That's that's a good one, though, dude. Make my hands sweat. He's, like, thinking about his wife and kids. That's all I'm, that's all I'm thinking about is, like, is this going to be reused? Is this going to be used against me? Is no, I'm not doing it. No, that's okay. That People would be a whole separate them. clip itself. On the- <laughs> Mine's 13. Nice. But I'm not going to say it unless you guys do. So You just said it. <laughs> no, I'm not going to say it unless you guys say it. So, uh, yeah. Just uh, start editing out the podcast here. Thank you guys, oh Funk God. Bros, for coming. Where can we find you, number one? And what do we have coming in the future? Oof. What can we expect? Excited so you, for? You can what can I be excited for? Oof. You got to come over next summer. That's where we're building our pond, our dreamland. That's like the Disneyland for all creators. Funk Bros on YouTube. That's where you can find us. And just go from there. That's about it. Funk and, Bros on everything. Corey yeah. Funk, Capron Funk, Rydell and Capron. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't have a couple channel yet. Soon. Yeah. Soon. Soon. Coming soon. Also, we're doing a giveaway. We're going to be giving away an experience to come out to T-Fox House, be on the podcast, hang out with us for a day, and we're giving away an iPhone 12. So two separate winners. If you guys want to win, go to the iTunes store and rate us five stars and share us with your friends. Make sure you're subscribed. All that good stuff. Uh, seriously, it's been so awesome to have you guys on. Thanks for being my first or my four, third official guest. Third official guest. Thank this is, I think, us. one of the favorite conversations I've had so far. Again, so much more to come, and it's only going to get better by the episode. But we love you. Thanks for listening to the only podcast that matters. We'll see you in the next episode. It's been Tanner. And no Peace. fox given. It's been... And the funk bros. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>